real quick before we get started. A lot of people ask me if I'm sad or mad on the day that I am supposed to talk on the scriptures. I always get very serious before I have to go and talk. And people think that I'm angry or having a bad day. People have asked me here in Pakistan. And people ask me in America the same. So I wanted to tell everybody why I get very, very serious and look very concentrated before I speak. I have a very, very heavy burden on my shoulders. In James chapter 3 verse 1, the Bible warns us that not very many people should be teachers. Because we will be held to a stricter standard. So I am about to teach you from the word of God. And so that is a very, very serious thing. And so we as teachers need to always handle the word of God with respect and honor. We must always say what the Bible says, not what we want to say. So whenever I have to speak, I feel that weight on my shoulders. So that is why I get very serious and look mad. But I am not mad. Thank you. <laughs> now, we know that we cannot understand the Bible apart from the Holy Spirit. So let's take a moment and ask the Holy Spirit to Holy Spirit, we pray that you would show us 
your word. We pray that you would keep our minds correct. If our thinking is wrong, please correct it with the word of God. God, please keep me from speaking any error tonight. And please keep Pastor David from speaking any error tonight. And please help your people to understand your word by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, so I'm going to talk to you about the sinfulness of man. In Genesis chapter. <clears throat> Two, we read that God created man in his image. This is a great gift that he gave us. God is completely holy and owns everything. He did not have to create the earth and he did not have to create man. But because he wanted to, he created everything. Now God gave a lot of things life. Worms have life, cats have life, dogs have life, and monkeys have life. But in all of creation, there is only one thing that was made in his image. A monkey has life and that is a gift for that monkey. The monkey will live and know things and then die and be no more. But God created us to enjoy His glory. He created us to enjoy Him forever. Is that not an incredible, awesome gift? But there's a problem. 
लेकिन एक मसला दरपेश आया वी मेस्टेड अप हमने इसको खुद से बर्बाद कर दिया इन जेनेसिस चैप्टर 3 वी रिबेल्ड अगेंस्ट ऑलमाइटी होली गॉड पदास्तीन बाब में हमने काजमुतल खुदा के खिलाफ बगावत की है सो दिस इज सिन ये बगावत वो गुनाह था जो आदम और हवा से लहक हुआ सो वी विल रीड थ्री पैसेजेस टुनाइट to see what the sin did to us hum teen hawale aaj sham padhenge ke gunah ke baais kya hua in um just for your notes genesis chapter 3 records the fall of man jo padaish ki sabab hai wo insaan ki giravat ka baais banta hai ab likh sakte hain insaan ke giraye jaane ka baais giraya jana You can read that later. Romans chapter one. Romans उसके पहला बाब उसकी किस्मिया ऐसे पच्चीसवीं आए. Verse twenty-one through twenty-five. Romans पहला बाब उसकी किस्मिया ऐसे पच्चीसवीं आए. Let's read. आए हम इसे पढ़े. पहला बाब इक्कीस से पच्चीस. इसलिए गैरगर्चे उन्होंने खुदा को जान तो लिया मगर उसकी खुदाई के लायक उसकी तमजीद और शुक्रगुजारी ना की बल्कि बातल ख्यालात में पड़ गए और उनके बेसमझ दिलों पर हंधेरा छा गया वो अपने आप को दना जताकर बेवकूफ बन गए और गैर फानी खुदा के जलाल को फानी इंसान और परिंदों और चपाओ और कीड़े मकोड़ों की सूरत में बदल डाला ने अपनी तमाम मखलूक में हमें सबसे अजीम तर चीजें अदा की रिलेशनशिप विदरीथिंग केम फ्रॉम उसने हमें वो रिश्ता दिया जो तखलीक करने वाले के पास से सब कुछ जारी करता है खुदा ने खुद हमें दावत दी कि हम उसके रिश्ते में उसके साथ मुंसलिक हो जाए बाइबल और हम देखते हैं कि हमने उसके उसकी दूसरी मखलूक की पीछे की तरह उससे पीछे हट गए ही गेव अस अ गिफ्ट एंड वी लव द गिफ्ट मोर देन द वन हु गेव द गिफ्ट उसने हमें वो तोहफा दिया और हमने उस तोहफे के साथ ज्यादा प्यार किया बजाय उसके कि जिसने वो तोहफा मुझे और आपको अदा किया आई नाउ लेट्स रीड आइजाइया 59 आई एम इजा उसका 49वां बाब देखते हैं वर्सेस 2 एंड 3 उसकी दूसरी और तीसरी आय देखिएगा जजीरो मेरी सुनो दूसरी और तीसरी आय सॉरी और उसने मेरे मुंह को तेज तलवार की मानिक बनाया और मुझको अपने हाथ के साया तले छुपाया उसने मुझे तेरे अबदार किया और अपने तरकश में मुझे छुपा रखा और उसने मुझसे कहा तू मेरा खादम है तुझ में मैं अपना जलाल 
ظاہر کروں گا خدا کے خلاف بغاوت کرنے اور گناہ کے باعث ہم خدا سے جدا ہو گئے خدا نے یہ حکم دیا کہ اس درخت میں سے نہ کھانا لیکن ہم دیکھتے ہیں کہ انسان نے جو ہے وہ خدا کی نافرمانی کی And this made us a separation from him. So let's go to Romans chapter 3. بس کیا ہوا کیا ہم کچھ فضیلت رکھتے ہیں بالکل نہیں کیونکہ ہم یہودیوں اور یونانیوں دونوں پر بیشتر ہی یہ الزام لگا چکے ہیں کہ وہ سب کے سب گناہ کے متعت ہیں چنانچہ لکھا ہے کہ کوئی راست آواز نہیں ایک بھی نہیں کوئی سمجھدار نہیں کوئی خدا کا طالب نہیں سب گمراہ ہے سب کے سب نکمے بن کے کوئی بلائی کرنے والا نہیں ایک بھی نہیں ہمیں ہم نے مخلوقات کی پیروی کی ہے اور خالق کو رد کر دیا ہے اور مخلوقات کے ساتھ چلتے ہوئے خالق کو رد کرنے کے باعث ہمارے اور خدا کے درمیان ایک جدائی لاحق ہو گئی اور اس جدائی اور نافرمانی کے باعث کوئی بھی ایسا شخص باقی نہیں رہا جو خدا کے سامنے راست باز ٹھہر سکے ایون ون کوئی ایک بھی راست باز نہیں ہے سنس آل آف ہیومن ہسٹری سکس تھاؤزینڈ ایئرز اگو There is nobody that came from the line of man that was righteous. You see how bad we messed this up. آپ دیکھتے ہیں کہ کس قدر ہم نے خدا اور اپنے درمیان جدائی کو پیدا کر دیا So let's let's go on to get a definition of what sin is. I have gunaki tarif ke bare mein dekhi gunaki dar haqeeqat kya sahi taur par mari. And we will look at the consequences of sin. Aur phir hum dekhte hain ki guna ke jo asrat hain wo kya hain. So like Matt had said we may think when we compare ourselves to other people اکثر اوقات ہم جو اپنا گناہ کے تعلق سے اپنا موازنہ انسانوں کے ساتھ اپنے ہم جنس لوگوں کے ساتھ کرتے اور اس طرح سے ہم اس یہ اپنے لیے معیار سیٹ کرتے ہیں کہ ہم ان سے تو کافی بہتر اگر میں یہاں پر کھڑا ہوں اور دوسری طرف اڈالف ہٹلر جو جرمنی کا تھا جس نے بہت سارے لوگوں کو قتل کر دیا میں اس کے مقابلے میں اپنے آپ کو بہت بہتر سمجھوں گا 
लेकिन आए हम देखें कि हम खुदा के रास्तबाजी के म्यार में कैसा महसूस करते हैं या किस कदर हम एक म्यार कायम करते क्योंकि अदालत के रोज खुदा मुझे मेरा मुआवजा अडल्फ हिटलर के साथ नहीं करेगा He will compare me to his perfect standard. क्योंकि वो मेरा मुआवजा अपने उस कामिल मेयार के साथ करेगा जो उसका रास्तबाजी का मेयार है. All right. So the Bible, uh, God gave us. Sorry, I I missed my spot. So in Exodus chapter twenty. We will not read all the way through it. God gave us His law. So let's take a test. How many of you, in in His Ten Commandments, it says to um, honor your father and mother. Is there anybody in here that has not honored your father and mother? Anybody? Wow, you are very good then. Okay. Has anybody ever worshipped something other than God? Anybody? Dunya ki? No? Okay. <laughs> How many have ever disobeyed your parents? I know there is way more than this. Pastor David, we will get them with this one. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them. <laughs> How many of you have ever lied? <laughs> Every single one better raise your hand. <laughs> And they said, we are at home. They said, I'm on the way, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How many have ever murdered somebody? Well, in Matthew chapter 5, through seven, Jesus says, if you hate somebody, you have committed murder in your heart. So again, how many of you have committed murder? <laughs> God's standard is very high. So, <clears throat> James chapter 2, verse 10. 
Let's see what the Bible says about breaking one commandment. Let's read James 2 verse 10. If you've broken one, you have broken them all. So, sin, or, or, or the law, shows us ourself. It shows us God's perfect standard. And where we fall short. So if you want to study this more, I will give you two references that you can read later. You can write down Romans 7, verse 7. And Romans 3:20. So the law is like a mirror. The law God gave us the law to tell us what we needed to be to be in good standing with God. It is His perfect standard. So the law now uh, we have to realize that the law was never intended by God to save us. The law was there, uh, no, don't say that. For salvation comes only through faith. That's Galatians 2.16. And God's design for the law was that it would convict man of sin. And that's Romans 3.20. He gave us the law to humble us and make, and make us see what we could not see on our own. The law is there to show us how terrible we are and that we need a savior. So just like with a mirror. The mirror can tell me what I look like. But 
But if I fall face first into a pile of water buffalo poop, और अगर मैं कभी गिर जाता हूँ किसी पॉन्ड में किसी तालाब में या वो जो गोबर है वो मेरे चेहरे पर या किसी जगह पर लग जाता है This will not get me clean. When I go to bed at night, and I try to clean myself with this, my wife will say, get out of the room. Go clean yourself. Because a mirror cannot clean you. It can only show you whether you are clean or dirty. The law cannot clean you. Because if you've broken one, you've broken them all. And because you have broken the law, God has to punish you. You see how bad we have messed this up. Just a moment. So with the law, no, let's read First Timothy. I am Pelatomotius taking it. Chapter one. Verses eight and nine. Magarham Jante Hai Sharia Tachi hai. बशर्ते के कोई उस कोई उसे शरीयत के तौर पर काम में लाए, यानी ये समझकर कि शरीयत रास्तबाजों के लिए मुकरर नहीं हुई, बल्कि बेशर और सरकश लोगों और बेदीनों और खुनागारों और नपाकों और रिंदों और माँबाप के कातलों और खूनियों So with the law, God breaks the hard heart. And with the gospel, he heals the broken heart. In James chapter 4 verse 6, it talks about how God opposes the proud. But gives grace to the humble. So the law is there to remove our pride. जो है वो हमारे غرور और घमंड को साफ करती है खत्म करती है 
The law will lead people to Jesus. But obeying the law cannot save you. In Galatians 3, verses 24 and 25, let's read this. Okay. Yes. So the law prepares the way for us to receive grace. And the law leads us to Jesus Christ. The law will humble a person. It will convict man of his sin. And it will make him realize his need for a savior. When we evangelize people, we have to use the full scriptures. We have to talk like Matt said about the holiness of God. And we have to talk about the sinfulness of man. There was a church father named Martin Luther. Martin Luther and he lived in the 1500s. And he said, the first duty of the gospel preacher is to declare God's law and show the nature of sin. So, what does sin look like? In our lives, sin looks like going about our lives like God doesn't matter. It looks like ignoring God and trying to be self-sufficient. But sin also looks like violating and disregarding his law for our lives. It looks like us wanting 
to decide for ourselves what is right and what is wrong. So for example in Genesis chapter 3 we read that Satan was uh, that Satan tempted man with the idea that he could be like God. So the act of man eating of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was in and of itself a rebellion against God's design for man. Man did not want God to rule over him. And he did not want to depend on God. Instead, man wanted to be his very own God. Man wanted to be God over himself. And this is man's rebellion against God. So, in Romans 5, 12 and 18, it very clearly says that sin entered the world through Adam's sin. And that his sin made everybody guilty before God. Amen. So we understand from these verses that Adam represented all of mankind. And so now, through Adam's offspring, everybody is guilty of rebellion. And we continue to rebel against God. Sorry. We continue to rebel against God today. Rebellion is not just a part of who we are. 
तो हमारी जिंदगी में एक हिस्से की तरह नहीं है कि हम क्या हैं it is who we are by our very nature ye bagavat hame batati hai ki hum fitrat mein kya hai ephesians chapter 2 tells us that we are dead in our sins aur it's uske ephesians chapter 2 it's uske dusre bab mein hame milta hai ki hum gunah mein jeevo mar gaye and that at our very nature we are objects of god's wrath और अपनी फितरत के बायस हम खुदा की अदालत के खुदा के गजब के कसूरवाट हैं देर इज नॉन राइचस नॉट इवन वन कोई भी रास्तबाज नहीं एक भी नहीं है सो हाउ दिन अफेक्ट आवर रिलेशनशिप विद गॉड किस तरह से गुनाह हमारे और खुदा के रिश्ते में जो है वो जो है वो फर्क डालता है एडम एंड Adam and Eve had a perfect relationship with the Lord. Adam aur Hawa ka Khuda ke saath ek bada mukammal aur kamil taluq tha rishta tha. They had communion with him in the garden. Wo Khuda ke saath baagiyada mein rafaqat rakhte the. But did it stay that way? No. Lekin ye kya is tarah se qaim rahi? Hum dekhte hain ki wo rafaqat Khuda ki Adam aur Hawa ke saath qaim na rahi. We read the verse earlier that when they sinned, they became a separation. हम ये पहले से पढ़ चुके हैं कि जब उन्होंने गुनाह किया तो उनके और खुदा के दरमियान जुदाई आ गई. And they hid themselves because they were naked and they felt ashamed. और देखा कि वो नंगे हैं और वो आपस में शर्म को महसूस करने लगे. They tried to fix it by covering themselves with fig leaves. और उन्होंने अपने शर्म को छुपाने के लिए जंजीर के पत्तों के साथ अपने आप को छुपाना चाहा। That relationship that we had was broken. वो रिश्ता जो हमारा खुदा के साथ था वो टूट चुका था। And we stopped properly reflecting God's image. और हमने बुकाया तौर पर खुदा की शबी की तरह बनने में जहाँ वो आपने लिए जहाँ वो रकावट पैदा कर दी। So we are still image bearers. हम अभी तक खुदा की जो वो शबी को लिए हुए हैं लेकिन हम टूट चुके हैं उसका दो बाब और उसकी तीसरी आय देखिएगा यहां पर लिखा है कि हम अब खुदा के बच्चे नहीं रहे बट चिल्ड्रन ऑफ रैथ बल्कि गजब के इरादे पूरे करते थे और दूसरों की मानी तबी तौर पर गजब के फर्जंद थे Unbelievers that they are guilty rebels under God's judgment. जब हम बिशारत का काम करते हैं तो जो वो बेईमान लोग हैं हम उन्हें बता सकते हैं कि वो खुदा की अदालत में जो है वो कसूरवार हैं. And that they are completely unable to save themselves. और वो पूरे तौर पर इस बात से जो है वो वो इस काबल नहीं हैं कि वो खुद से अपनी निजात का इंतजाम कर सकें. And one of the best ways to communicate this to somebody, or सबसे बेहतरीन तरीका कि ये message ये कलाम उन लोगों तक पहुंचाने का है जो है 
is to use a living example of man's sinfulness. तो वो ये है कि इंसान की जो Use yourself. Talk about how you were a sinner. Be humble. Don't worry about your past. Because if you are a Christian, God has redeemed your past. So don't be afraid to talk about your sin. And stay humble as you show the unbeliever their sin. Because you are no better than the unbeliever. The only difference between you and the unbeliever is God's grace. Okay. So, it is very clear that all of us have sinned against Almighty God. And this is not a small thing. So, to give you a picture of the magnitude of sin, I want, I want to give you an illustration. Okay, if I walked over and slapped Brother David in the face, Brother Joel would probably send me to my room. And wouldn't let me speak anymore. If I walked up and slapped uh, Johnny German in the face, he would point a gun at me and kick me out of the church. If I walked up and slapped Brother Amin Bhatti in the face, because he is a police officer, he would put me in jail. If I slapped Chief Minister Shabazz Sharif in the face, I would go to jail for life. But if I slapped Prime Minister Hakan Abbasi in the face, Prime Minister I am a dead man. All are equal human, yes? 
تقریباً برابر انسان تو ہے But the person I sinned against is what matters. The same thing, a slap on Brother David and a slap on Prime Minister is same thing. But if you oppose the Prime Minister, You are guilty of a huge crime. And ladies and gentlemen, we did not just sin against the Prime Minister. We sinned against the very one who spoke the universe into existence. We sinned against the one who was never created. We sinned against the one with infinite value. How much more punishment do we deserve? So therefore, a failure to love and glorify Him is not a small thing. It is the highest treason imaginable. I did not have this note prepared beforehand. So I do not know the exact reference. But in the New Testament, the, the Pharisees asked Jesus, what is the greatest commandment? And he said to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, mind, strength. How many of you have perfectly, for your whole life, loved God with all of your heart, mind, and strength? Even if you didn't tell a single lie your whole life, Even if you obeyed your parents perfectly. Even if you're the only person on the planet that never hated somebody. If you haven't loved God perfectly your whole life. You are guilty of high treason. So as a result of sin, our physical bodies are dying. And this is why we have so much pain, 
and suffering in the world. But also when we die, if we die apart from Jesus, we will die in eternal death. And our souls will be separated from God forever in hell and torment. I hope that you feel the weight of that. All of mankind has rebelled against God and will face his judgment. In Hebrews 9, uh, chapter 9, verse 27, it tells us that man is destined to die once and then face God's judgment. So we will face God's judgment. So what will that be like? Let's look at Revelation chapter 20. Verse 12. And I'm almost finished. Yes, and we know from reading the scripture, the only way to be in the book of life is to be covered by Christ's righteousness. So because of our rebellion against God, um, it is just for him to kick us out of his presence forever. One more verse and then we will uh, wrap up. Revelation chapter 20. Verse 15. The lake of fire is real. It is as real as Pakistan. Pakistan 
So do you feel the weight of the consequences of sin? You can never understand God's love and redemption. Until you first realize how holy he is. And how sinful you are. So God's God's response to our rebellion is first death and then judgment and then eternal division into two groups. The righteous will go to heaven and everlasting life worshiping God and the unrighteous to, to everlasting ruin in hell and this is definitely not a happy ending because we are all unrighteous and we deserve an eternity in hell and there is nothing we can do to save ourselves people will say but can't my good works save me I forgot we have one more verse. Let's look at what Isaiah says about man's Isaiah 64. Let's see what Isaiah says about man's good deeds. I Chapter 65. Uh, 64 verse 6. God says that your good deeds are nothing. Your good deeds are trash. So now we're at this point of utter depression. I am is what is the point of anything then? We are hopeless. And we should all collapse to the 
floor right now and start crying. That's the bad news. But brothers and sisters, we are to proclaim the good news. When we evangelize, we have to start with the holiness of God. That is foundation number one. But we have to talk about the sinfulness of man. That's foundational truth number two. But we have good news. And tomorrow we will talk about the good news of Christ. The one that was able to faithfully fulfill the law. He did what we could not do. Our works condemn us. But because of Jesus' works, we are restored to the Father. So tomorrow we will talk about our hope in Christ, which will be foundational truth number three. And then foundational truth number four will be how to respond to the gospel. It is our hope and prayer, my name Brother Matthews, that God will use this teaching to consume your mind with the gospel. And when you realize the incredible wonderfulness of the gospel, that it will overwhelm you and drive you to proclaim the goodness of God. And when you are consumed with the goodness of God, you will go into all of the streets and all of the markets and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ to all of Pakistan. For the glory of God alone. We do not proclaim the gospel to build a church organization. We do not proclaim the gospel so the pastor will have a better salary. We proclaim the gospel to make the name of Jesus Christ known to his creation. 
بشارت کا کام کرتے ہیں کہ خدا یسو کا نام اس کی مخلوقات میں جانا اور پہچانا جائے آمین آمین تھینک یو ویری مچ